What is going on, everybody? This is the Grad Podcast. This is episode seven, which is crazy. Um, I'm so happy you guys are listening. And uh, this is a pretty cool episode because we are interviewing Christy Moore, who used to be to me, Christy Hazlett. I actually went through the gauntlet of schools with her. I did uh, elementary school, middle school, and high school with her. Um, we definitely had a closer bond in elementary school. And then, you know, as you know, you get older and you encounter new friends, you kind of find a new little group to hang out. But it seems like uh, we just kind of jump back into what we knew about each other. And it's a really cool listen. Um, she she talks about, you know, having met her husband and, you know, her family and the deal and, you know, just being a mother. It's hard and uh, it takes a toll on uh, a good amount of people more than you think. And uh, she's here to tell her story. I'm excited for you guys to listen. So let's get started. Welcome to Back in 08 Grad Podcast, where we rewind the clock and dive deep into the unforgettable moments of Neshaminy High School in 2008. Tune in, buckle up, and let's rewind the clock together. The Shamity 2008 graduates, we are here with, I don't even remember what number guest this is, which is cool because, you know, <laughs> you're running out of numbers and that means there's a lot of guests. So this is uh, Christy. Oh, Christy, what, so I knew you as Christy Hazlett. Yes. What is your last name now? Moore. Moore. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Christy Moore. Wow. That's so crazy. <laughs> right. Um, so Christy, we, before we even get into the questions, I'm just going to be like, Hey, like everyone, we actually, I think you're the first guest that I actually went through like the gauntlet of schools with. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All the way so from, from then. Yes. Elementary all the way up through high school, <laughs> which is crazy. It's so crazy to think about like how <laughs> long ago that was. Yeah. So, you know, they shut down Everett. Yes. And it didn't yes. it become a intermediate unit i don't even know what that really is what is so because my (laughs) so i was going to get into this but because my daughter is autistic i heard that they turned it into an intermediate unit the bucks county iu so they work with special needs children i believe (coughs) excuse me it just choked on water that's cool i didn't (laughs) that because i see so some of my friends still live around there Mm -hmm. and like i'll go over to like their parents house where they They'll be like, oh, we're doing something here. And I'll still see the school there and still the playground. Yeah. So I'm like, they must be still using it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they, it's a facility now for, um, it might be adults with special needs. I think it's for the older kids. I'm not 100% sure, but it's some type of Bucks County Intermediate Unit. I really want to go back in there and look around. I know, same. I was there. I can't remember how long ago it was, but I did go back inside. It had to be during college. Really? Um, yeah, and it was so weird, so weird to be back inside. <laughs> I can I can walk my like mentally. I can see myself like where everything is. But uh-huh. like, I feel like I'm going to be severely upset if I go in there and be like, wow, that's not what I remember. And at it's all. so different. Yeah. No, I mean, it was fairly, fairly similar when I went back. I mean, of course, they updated a lot of things, but okay. it was fairly similar. But it was just, yeah, I still have the picture in my head of like the whole building of how exactly yeah. how it looked when we were there. Like and it's the funny that I can remember up. that, but like, so many things about high school I don't remember, but I vividly remember <laughs> elementary school. 
that's the same for me. And like, even like down to Maple Point, because you and I went to Maple Point. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I still remember Everett more than Maple Point. I was just going to say that same. I think Weird. I remember more about high school than I do about Maple Point. I still don't remember too much about high school, but Maple yeah. Point is such a blur. I really I couldn't even why. tell you. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you a single teacher's name that I had, I don't think. See, that's like the cool thing about doing this podcast is like some people that like we did go to like uh, Maple Point with, they'll say a name. I'll be like, oh, I remember her or him. But yeah. then at the time, I'm like, they're like, oh, I was in your class. And I was like, I don't remember that at all. I know. I know. I've been listening to each episode and hearing people say things. I'm like, how do you remember that? Seriously. Like, I, like they'll say the teacher's name and then I'll remember. But for them, yeah. they call it like that. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I would start to remember if you brought names up. But off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you a single teacher in middle school. <laughs> we'll try to remember some. <laughs> I So... It's crazy because uh, you lived pretty much like across the backyard from where I yes. live. Yes. I could and probably during the winter with like the trees being sparse, I could probably see your house from yeah. my driveway. Yeah. I, you know, the one memory I remember actually, uh, I, it was one of your birthday parties. Oh, gosh. It was, it was a dinosaur themed birthday party. What? You remember that? No. You're kidding me. So you had like a birthday party and it was like. Was that at my house? It was at your house. It was themed after the movie Dinosaurs or something. Oh, I vaguely remember. I do know I loved that movie when I was a kid. Yeah. We all like went out. Your mom took us all out and then we came back and you had like all the, like the cake was dinosaur and the the plates and everything. Oh my gosh. That the one thing I remember is you had like a crazy collection of those. What do they call them? They were like hit clips. Oh my gosh! I don't even know. Yeah, I, that's I don't know why I remember it. It's just the weirdest. Like I said, I have like the weirdest memory. The weird memories, just, yeah. Yeah, I was like severely impressed at how many hit clips you had. <laughs> I don't even know what they are. That's so what? funny. What is it's it? A, I don't even remember it at all. Okay, you you definitely remember. It was like this little tiny oh. little fake jukebox, and it had a little square. Uh, like insert like a little tune and you had like oh yes you had like NSYNC Britney Spears and all those you know the music that's so funny but you had like just tons of them I was like how is this possible oh my gosh wow I can't I I can't believe I forgot about that (laughs) that was that was uh that's so long ago I know I just remember walking over to your house all the time and like I, was it elementary school? I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah I just, just remember walking over, riding bikes. Yeah. In the backyard. In the in middle school, I think we I think we all kind of just did our own thing. We were trying to yeah. like. There were so many new people. Mm-hmm. And it was like you were trying to find new friends and you know la yada all that stuff. Yeah. But I think you went through the same thing I went through, where like almost all of our friend base went to Sandberg. Yes, because we were right on like the cutoff. Yeah, of, yeah. So weird. Mm-hmm. We were because like, didn't encounters. didn't one of your really good friends live like diagonally to the right of me, and he went to Hoover and Sandberg? What was his name? Diagonally to the right of you. So yeah, like if you were standing in my driveway, okay, facing the street. 
to the right. Oh, Mike Jones. Yes, yes. Because didn't he go to Hoover and Sandberg? (sighs) That's a good question. I don't think... No, he went to Maple Point. He did go to Maple Point. He did? Where did he go to elementary? That I have no idea. He probably went to Hoover then. You know what it was? I don't... I remember... I didn't know him until like one day I saw kids playing in their backyard and his backyard was attached to my backyard. And I, I was like, Mike? And he's like, Brian? And I'm like, how long have you lived here? He's like, my whole life. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's so was like, funny. We used to have catches like over the fence and everything. Yeah. I don't even know. I just remember like, I did never understood why he went to a different school when we were literally like 10 feet from each other. Oh, right. Because cause you went to Everett. Yeah. You did not go to Everett. What's that? I said, why would he not go to Everett? That's, That's what I mean. I'm pretty certain he went to Hoover. I didn't even know he went to Maple Point, but I'm pretty sure he went to Hoover. Yeah, he definitely did not go to Everett. I would I would remember him from Everett because he had mm-hmm. a younger brother too. I was I don't think I ever really talked to him to be honest, so I didn't know uh, much about him or his family. But yeah, he was all into like just paintball and sports. I didn't play. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was. I don't even know where he's at. And I think actually. Oh man, he reached out to me after high school, probably after college, and he got married and he invited me to the wedding. I was like, "That's crazy." Did he go to Did he go to Nishamni with us? Yes, he did. He did. Man. Yes, yeah, he I got had a terrible memory. He was. Uh, he got in some trouble there. Oh yeah. Hope I can reach out to him. I don't even know. I think I still have him on Facebook, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> we should get into some of these questions here. Yeah. All let's right. Let's do it. Do you have them up or do you want me to just, I can just read them. No matter. Me. You can just read them to me. <laughs> Will, <laughs> uh, what kind of person were you in high school? Oh man. I don't feel like I was <laughs> a very memorable person. I was kind of friends with like a bunch of different groups of people, but I was definitely a nerd myself. <laughs> definitely wasn't popular. Definitely a nerd, but I feel like I got along with all different types of people all different groups um i was friendly yeah i think i know anyone that like not that anyone would be like i have a problem with christy i don't think anyone i knew anyone that like ever said anything bad about you right like i hate her (laughs) yeah like i would be like how she probably didn't do anything (laughs) yeah no i just i feel like i wasn't really memorable i don't know i just i was friendly i talked to people i had a lot of friends but like I what, said, I was a nerd. What were your interests <laughs> in high school? Like, did you, did you, were you one of the people that knew what they wanted to do in college in high school? So <laughs> I, I didn't really do anything in high school. Like I just hung out with my friends, whatever. And, you know, tried to keep my grades up. I didn't do very well in high school, which was unusual for me because yeah. in elementary school and middle school, I was like a straight A student like perfect attendance, straight A's. Yeah. And then I feel like I got to high school and I, from what I remember, I almost didn't graduate because of one class. Yeah. Like I just did not do well. Like I think my best grade was a B and it was, I got like one B and the rest were C's and D's. No way. I never would have guessed that. Were you just, you're probably like, I did fine in elementary school and middle school. I'm tired of this now. I don't know. I don't know what my problem was. I just, (laughs) My parents were very, very strict. Like, you obviously knew me my whole life growing up. I don't know what you remember from my my, my family or not. But my parents were very, very strict growing up. And in high school, I feel like that's why I was so, like, 
I don't know. I didn't really go out much because I hung out with friends and stuff, but I just didn't really go out much because I had a curfew. I had a bedtime. I was always grounded. Like, (laughs) really? (laughs) Yeah. I remember a little bit. I I just remember mostly your mother because she in elementary or middle school for a while, she was picking me and my brother up and taking us to school Mm -hmm. every once in a while. And we gave her so much crap because we were like, get here earlier, get here earlier. And I felt so bad about it. Now that I think about it, I'm like, that's pretty rude. She's still driving us to school. I don't <laughs> my mo- my mother is a special human. I love her so much, but she is. We bicker so much. Oh, she was so nice. <laughs> she I, is. She's, she, she, she's she, a she sweetheart. Really. I was like, seriously, you're still she, like you're letting little kids tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, I didn't do very well in high school, though. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm glad you graduated. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, I think it was, I forget her name. It was the teacher that passed away. I feel so bad. Oh, this was her name, Miss Gianni, I think. Wait, what? It was women's, it was women's studies, I believe. Was it that sh- the shorter girl with like a, the shorter, uh, the shorter woman with, with the short hair? With a Southern accent? Yeah, I think so. She passed away. I'm I'm like 99% certain she passed away. Don't <laughs> hold me to it though. I I'm, think, I'm pretty sure she did. I'm in shock right now because she I was know. like a couple years ago or maybe not a couple everything goes by so fast. I could have sworn she was like super active on Facebook. I you know what? I could be totally wrong, but I thought because she used to come into my work all the time. Yeah. And I ended up getting a different job and leaving, and then I obviously stopped seeing her. But I thought someone had told me that she passed away. I, I could be totally wrong, and I'm going to feel very bad if I'm wrong. But I'm going to have to do some research. Yeah, it could be right because yeah. I haven't seen anything pop up from her in a while. She was pretty active with like her, like her older students. Mm-hmm. I know someone that would know the answer. She was one of her, but it definitely. If she did, it definitely had to be like five or six years ago because it was before I had kids. It was while I still worked at Acme, and that was. Oh. I think six or seven years ago at this point. Man, but she was still young. I'm, that's crazy. Yeah. She was so nice yeah. from what I remember. She was really, really nice. But I, um, her class was one of the ones that I was failing because I just like never turned anything in apparently. Wow. So, yeah. I'll tell you so, she's it was a, a forgiving teacher too. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. No, I, I really don't remember too much about her, honestly, other than me almost failing her class. Yeah. I mean, that's all it takes to remember, I guess. You're like, mm-hmm. help me out here a little. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I was grounded like half my senior year because I was failing so many things. Make sure the parents don't see it. Yeah, I know. I'm not sneaky. <laughs> Just got to beat him <laughs> to the mailbox. I know, right? Who, uh, who did you mostly hang out with in high school? Was there like a specific group of friends? Um, I hung out with a couple different groups of friends. I hung out with Lauren Barrett, Athena. I okay. listened to her uh, podcast. She was awesome. I know. We, so nice. She was awesome. We actually started talking because um, it brought up a memory of her and I when I was listening to her oh. podcast. So I messaged her. Yeah. Um, she was gorgeous yeah. too. Yeah. I feel like everybody <laughs> has to be to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. But. Podcasting's different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Athena, I mean, Lauren, uh, Jesse Samuels, I hung out with and that group of girls. Samuels. Mm-hmm. Alicia, Alicia, okay. Alicia Tingle. Okay. I know her. 
Jeez, um, Samuels is the only one I'm drawing a blank on right now. She's married to Ryan. I forget his last name, though. But they were like high school sweethearts. Not the Ryan that passed away, is it? No. Okay. No. I can't think of his last name. My memory is. <laughs> there was a Ryan <laughs> that passed away in our grade. Um, was there? Ryan Packer. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I was surprised. I uh, I, I think it was a couple years ago. You would know his face, though. He was super nice. Yeah. I, I'm good when I see people's faces. It's just names off yeah, the top yeah. of my head I'm not great with. I think that's been mostly everyone I've talked to just knows faces. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like I said, like people's last names are changing now. So mm-hmm. I was talking to someone about this. They're like, maybe you should people put people's faces in the podcast. Like That would be a good idea. I should. I just need to kind of backtrack and ask everyone what picture they would want. Yeah, and you have so many people. I know. I don't want to like take a random picture and then be like, why'd you use that picture? <laughs> be like, well, if you posted it, it's safe, right? Right? I yeah, I would think so. Um, is there anything that other people would remember you for? You you kind of said you didn't think so, but I mean, it's got to be so. Um, yeah, I don't think I was so memorable as far as like personality-wise, but this is going to be really funny. I'm... I'm convinced in my head that people remember me as the girl with no eyebrows. <laughs> I, I don't remember that at all, to be honest. It's, it's like, so funny. And you know what? My husband makes fun of me for it <laughs> all the time because my mom still has my senior picture uh-huh. framed and hanging up. It's blown up, <laughs> framed, and hanging up in the living room. And every time we go to my parents' house, he makes fun of me. And he has a picture of it on his phone. Oh, man. It's like they- <laughs> so funny. It's like one strand of hair all the way across <laughs> i like went pluck happy uh, one year because my mom wouldn't let me get my eyebrows professionally done so i took tweezers and literally completely plucked them off and i was yeah. like bald <laughs> i had i had no I, did, does your do you does your mom still live over there same house yeah yeah it's crazy i still live in the same house is she is she retired no, neither of my parents are. Really? My mom still works at Acme. Okay. And my dad owns his own upholstery business with his brother in, um, it's like Feaster Real Trevos area. Okay. It's right by, um, I always forget the name of the road, but it's right by a uh, Copper Kettle. Uh, yeah, yeah, that back road. It's like. Uh. Oh, it's right next to um, Fusco's, the spot, the pool hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. My buddy's uh, gymnastics center is attached to in that strip there. The furthest. Yeah, yeah, that's where. Left yep. Ben Salem Gymnastics. Mm-hmm. My dad's in the strip right next to them. Oh, okay. Gotcha. What Acme is your mom at? Because I go shopping every Thursday at an Acme in Levittown. No, my mom um, works at the one in Newtown, oh. and that's where I worked for. God, it had to be 12 years I worked there. Wow. Yeah. What? I worked there a long time. I worked there during high school. Okay. You're probably like um, the only then, people that had like a job throughout high school then. Yeah, I worked because my mom was the floral manager of that Acme. Uh-huh. And so I would help her. I would work like four hour shifts a couple nights a week with her and just do like floral stuff in her department, water plants. Did you make arrangements? Um, yeah, yeah. And I uh-huh. just honestly stopped doing that probably three and a half years ago. Really? But not yeah. Acme like a, your own thing? So I've worked a couple different things. So out of high school, I still worked at Acme. I went to Bucks for two years. Okay. Um, 
worked at Acme till probably 2018. And I had jobs while I was still working at Acme, like in between where I am now. Um, I worked at a florist for a little over a year. Um, So it was like a florist greenhouse type thing. We did online orders. So I did that for a year. Um, I also worked at Hoover for three years as the teacher's assistant, all while I was working at Acme. Um, And then around, I think it was 2018, I left Acme and I became the, I was already the floral manager at that point at Acme. Uh And I left to go be the floral manager at the Yardley shop right. Man. And I did that for two years. And then I had my daughter, Mackenzie, in December of 2019. And then COVID hit a couple months later. Yeah. So right when I went back from maternity leave, COVID happened like a week or two later. And then I was out again for six months. And at that point... I was like, I don't really want to go back. So <laughs> yeah. I started <laughs> I started looking for work from home jobs and I ended up working for a third party insurance company um, from home for like I said, three I think it was three years. And then I just quit that six months ago. And wow. now I'm a stay at home mom. Well, congratulations <laughs> on that. I feel like yeah. you just went through so many jobs and years that I was like, that's I older than how old you are. Like, <laughs> no. So I know. Well, like I said, Acme was a huge chunk of it. Like I was there from the time I turned, I think, 16 yeah. to what did I say? 2018. So, yeah. 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 At least that's something, you know, steady and reliable. Mm-hmm. I, think I pushed cars yeah. for three years. Oh, I did that. I've done it all. I worked bakery, floral, oh. front end. I've done all the things. <laughs> kind of cool. It w- all at Acme. Yeah, yeah. Were they like, we need help? Get in the get in the kitchen. I mean, yeah. When I started, right <laughs> when I started, I was like I said, and I was in high school, and I pushed carts, and I was a bagger, and all the things you do when you get a job in high school. Yeah, yeah. And then I just worked register. I went to the front end and moved up. And then when my mom, my mom actually, funny story, was the floral manager there for. I think 10 years when it first opened, she's been a floral manager at multiple different um, locations, like all her life. Um, But she, as she got older, developed an allergy to flowers and had to step down. That's so weird. (laughs) Floral manager. So, I mean, there was a couple girls that took over before me, but I did end up taking it over at that store at some point for a little bit before I I left. But yeah, how funny is that? That is funny. That's like your body saying like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah, your body just said, nope, <laughs> you're done. That's so weird how like the body does that. Like I would drink a certain type of beer yeah. and then my body all of a sudden was like, nah, you can't have that anymore. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Listen, it's even, I mean, with age, it, it's crazy, like just how things change in your body. And then on top of like having two kids, like just your palate changes. <laughs> like I don't like certain things now that I used to love. And now I love things I never used to like. I used to hate red wine oh. hate red wine i only would drink like moscato super sweet wine uh-huh. sweet wine makes me sick now i like crave red wine if i'm going to have a glass of wine like dry it has to be super dry okay. like super tart so weird so strange i was just at a winery yesterday 
and really came to the conclusion that I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> like, no, I, I've been doing it for so long, and I like uh, my wife and like we have friends that like like to go to the wineries, and it, they're cool, especially in like the spring and summer, and it, yeah. it's nice and relaxing. But I hit like a wall yesterday where I was like, I think I'm done with wine. Yeah, I, I mean. Know. I feel like if you, again, if you drink too much of it too many times, yeah. I feel like you just, like, you can't. I'm like that even now with red wine. Like, if I have, like, a glass too many nights in a row, I'm like, I can't drink this for a while. Yeah, it's like an epiphany. I was, I had a, I had a wine flight, and about halfway through it, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't know what it was. I've never had that before. That's funny. Uh, That's funny. Well, today got today got a little crazy. I know we were you and I were talking before um, about my fundraiser that I had today because it was just for the moms. It was like a mom's day out. So I'll explain for everyone else. I was at a um, fundraiser for um, the Eagles Autism Foundation. My daughter, Mackenzie, she's four. She is autistic Mm -hmm. Um, and she's pretty high functioning, but they had this fundraiser and it was a 80s themed drag show brunch so so cool super fun (laughs) super cool but like it was not the scene i was expecting it to be i thought it was going to be at like a bar Uh or something i don't know why but it was like a a, i don't even know it looked like a welcome center for like a community it was like a community room but I mean, people had shots and syringes. People were had flasks out. Like it was a good time. That- <laughs> it was a really good time. Did they have mimosas? I had mimosas. Oh. Yes, we. It was BYOB. Um, so my friend, who I actually met through the, it's a mom support group, is um, who put it together. So my husband's cousin is one of the admins of the support group. She's also one of the people that put together the Eagles Autism Foundation. Mm -hmm. And she's one of the main people that like does all these things and to raise money for autism awareness. And um, yeah, she put it all together. And I went with my friend, Ashley, who I met on this, you know, support group. And it was just such a good time. We had mimosas. We brought like snacks and everything. Yeah, there mimosas. was performers. Yeah, it was super fun. Super good time. Mimosas can get out of hand fast. They can, but I kept myself kept myself in. <laughs> You're <check>. still the <laughs> interview, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I got to do the podcast tonight. <laughs> I can't can't get too wild. I, and, and it's funny because you messaged me a couple days ago, and I almost panicked because you're like, I didn't get the questions. And I was like, oh, are you going tonight? And then. Oh, you had me panicking. I was like, did I look at the wrong yeah. day? Am I going tonight? Well, so I, cause I, I'm so before this podcast, like I've never been like the craziest organized person. Um, mm-hmm. My wife's like a, an executive ad administrator or ad, I don't even know, assistant or she basically like she, she'll work under like a CEO, but she does all the scheduling yeah. and does everything. So she's super, she's a boss. Yeah, she's <laughs> organized. So I started like yeah. using track of organization. And she's like, "You really should just start putting this down in the calendar." And I'm like, "I don't know how to do that. What are you talking about?" <laughs> so she had to like teach me how to put it all in like the phone, and then I had to like share my calendar with her because it helps her know like, "Oh, someone's coming over. Someone's not coming." Right, over. right. That's a good idea. Yeah. She's very, she's very. Yes, because like I don't want to interrupt dinner because she's like she's so good at cooking and like. 
I know I was listening oh. to that in Athena's podcast. I feel so bad. At least she will, she'll text me. She's like, is, are you, is this person still on for tonight? And I'm like, thank, thankfully yeah. you rem- like reminded me. I love that you guys do that though, that you have dinner together yes. and you make sure like you sit down and have dinner well, together. That's sweet. I mean, it's in the living room, so it's kind of not like at a table, but. Yeah, so, but still, the fact that you like are aware that you want to be there for it—that's yeah. like, sweet. I, I I hate rushing through it, so it's like the only time yeah. in, in like our day where, because she works till five thirty, I work till two something. But then when I come home, I go to the gym or I do this, and then she doesn't get home till five five thirty. Yeah. So like yeah. we need like one block outside the outside of weekends, you know. Right. That you spend together. That's nice. Exactly. Um, so were you involved in any sports groups, clubs? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am probably the least athletic person in the entire planet. I don't know if it was high school or middle school. I think it was high school. It could have been middle school, but I remember I tried out for cheerleading. Oh, really? And it was like one of those things that like I'm pretty sure like everybody was supposed to make it or like mostly everybody was supposed to make it. I didn't make what? it. That's how middle <laughs> school. That's like a rule in middle school, I thought. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe I was just that, <laughs> that bad. They're like, we have to make an exception here. You can't Yeah, they're you. like, we can't, we can't. Um yeah, I'm super I'm not coordinated. I'm not athletic. Oh, well. not you didn't do anything outside of school or anything? You just no, I mean, I hung out with friends. Like I said, I had a lot of like good friends that I hung out with on a daily basis, weekly basis. And yeah. I remember it. through elementary school, you and Melissa Lusher were good friends. Yeah, well, she lived super close. Yeah, too. I saw her two years ago. My buddy was getting married. I was at at his wedding, and she was like, she just turns around, she goes, "Brian," and I'm like, "Melissa, like, what are you doing Wait. here?" You're going to find this so funny. So in during the fall, I think it was October, like right before Halloween, uh-huh. my husband and I and another um, one of our married couple friends um, went apple picking and we saw her at Soulberry Orchard. Really? She walked past me and she was like, Christy? She was like, Melissa? <laughs> She's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. We only, we literally briefly for like two seconds said, hi, how are you? And then we, our kids were like you know run like crazy yeah. so we just parted ways but it was nice to see her and that's funny yeah, her that you also her super everywhere he was like super cool he was like tearing it up on the dance floor i was like geez <laughs> so cool uh let's see here do you have any regrets any high school regrets besides like i mean you were talking about how i don't know if it's a regret that your grades were you know uh, yeah i mean i do i do regret I regret my grades being so bad only because I, my parents restricted me from doing so much because I was always in trouble because my grades were bad. But the only thing I do really regret is not doing, and it's going to sound so silly, but not doing, um, gym Uh night. I didn't do that just because I've always been such a nervous Nelly. And just like big crowds are not my thing. And the thought of like getting up there and performing and dancing and like in my head, I just, I couldn't do it. Like my public speaking public, you know, I, my fear was too, too big at the time to do it, but I wish I did now. Cause it's, everybody had so much fun. It looked like. Yeah, I didn't do it. And you know, what's funny. So like, I remember I, I went to watch it and like, you realize like some people just were just didn't know the dance steps like at all 
yeah. and you watch them just looking at other people trying to like remember it and you're like oh like i guess it's not that serious that big of a deal it seems so serious yeah. in the moment back like everything just seemed so much more serious than it was and you look back on it now and you're like Oh, geez. I think I probably thought maybe tell me if I'm wrong. Like I thought, like oh, if I mess up this dance move and my team loses, everyone's going to be like, "Brian, you messed up." Mad at you, yeah. Like that's literally like also another thing I was afraid of. I'm like, I'm going. Like I said, not coordinated. I am not graceful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't not athletic. So I'm like, I'm going to get up there and I'm going to be the one person that trips and falls, and it's uh, going to be like a domino effect. Yeah, yeah, you knock everyone <laughs> else down, and they just look at. Right. Yeah. No, but I do. I really do regret not doing that because it sounded like so much yeah. fun. Did you go to watch it at all? I think I did. I maybe just like during. Did, wasn't there a pep rally of it? I think so. Maybe. Yeah, I just saw the pep rally. I don't. I didn't like go. Oh, after no. School to so see everyone, we lost her for a second here. That was a. Uh oh. Hold on. Hold on. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, you can hear you. So you just disappeared for a second. I was like, uh, <laughs> I just oh, was no. like, everyone you disappeared, but we're still good. We're still recording. Okay. So that's cool. But that's cool now that we know that we could do that. See, yeah. it's, a, it's, a learning, it's a learning process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at pep rallies, I do remember pep rallies. Did yeah. Because you know, I was like, uh, the way I thought of it was like, oh, there's a pep rally today. I don't got to do any work. Yeah. Well, I think I skipped a couple pep rallies. <laughs> Re- like just went home? No, I think I went to like another lunch period or like an art oh. class or something. Like I just think some of the pep rallies, I was like, eh, I don't want to go. I didn't know you could do that. I guess I, don't I was. Think you're supposed to. <laughs> I just think I did. Yeah, it. I. So I was kind of raised. I don't know if it was like strict in. Like, I didn't get like I didn't really have punishments or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but my grades were very important to me, and I would be so hard on myself. So like I don't think I knew half the things you could get away with in throughout school like skipping periods or yeah i just was so fixated on getting the class honestly i think a lot of it for me too and like why my grades were so bad and like why i was skipping class and stuff like i said my parents were super strict growing up and Uh especially in high school and i think a lot of that was like my way of rebelling like oh i'm gonna skip this pep rally and i'm gonna (laughs) be late to this class and I'm in control now. Yeah, like, I don't know. When you're that age, like, you do whatever you can to, like, feel like you have control. It's so silly now. No, I mean, it's, it's kind of, in the time, you're like, I'm being cool right now. Yeah, right. So, um, okay, so that's high school. Uh, what happened? At, so you said you went to Bucks for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what happened after that? What did you go to Bucks for? Or were you there just for, like, you know the usual gen eds so i actually went to bucks for early childhood education so teaching because my dad told me that i had to (laughs) that was (laughs) literally like i didn't really have at least i didn't feel like i had a choice in what i wanted to do my dad was like teachers make good money they get summers off you're you're going to be good at it. This is what you're going to go to Bucks for. Because I don't want you going and taking gen ed classes like everybody else. I don't want you taking a year off. So I just kind of like did what I was told. Wow. But at that point, for me, because it was like, it was something that had to do with a career, which I did like teaching. I did enjoy it. So my dad was telling me it was something I had to do, but I truly did enjoy it. So 
I went yeah. to Bucks for that. And because it was my career, I took it a lot more seriously. And I kind of went back to getting all good grades. And um, I was there for two years. I transferred to Temple Ambler. I only okay. went to Philly for one summer class. And I hated it because I'm just yeah. not a city person. It's rough. Yes. At all. Just, I'm, I'm not like the the hustle and bustle, like busyness. I don't like it. Well, just, that area is scary. Yeah. And I don't like taking the train. I didn't like anything about it, but the class was only offered during the summer and I had to take it. So, yeah. you know, but yeah, I went to Temple Ambler for two years, got my bachelor's in early childhood education. And then, like I said, I still worked at Acme this whole time. And wow. even when I was subbing, I started subbing in like Ben Salem School District. I subbed in Amney School District. And then after subbing in the Chamonix for, I think I only subbed in Shamney like day to day for uh, like a, a week or two. I was at Pearl Buck for a whole week on an assignment. And then I got transferred to Hoover for another week long assignment. And after that, the end of that week, the principal at the time had come to me and said, you're really good at what you do. And we'd really love to have you. So uh, I ended up being a teacher's assistant for the special needs classroom in kindergarten. Uh, so I worked with kids who were autistic and who kids who needed extra support. Um, I was kind of just like the teacher's aide for yeah. anyone that really needed help. But after a year or two went by, I became a one-on-one to um, a boy with autism. And I loved it. I really did. I loved it so much. But it was very mentally um, draining. It was just hard. It was really, really hard balancing two jobs and dealing with everything I was dealing with during school. Um, it was just hard. And I, I kind of laugh about it now because looking back, like I left because it was so mentally and emotionally draining. And then I like to say, I'm not a religious person and I don't want to offend anyone when I say this, but I like to say that God kind of chuckled and he was like, Oh, you left because of this. Here's Mackenzie. <laughs> you know, I was just going to ask, I'm like, do you think like that helped better prepare you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I wouldn't change a damn thing about my daughter. She is the most amazing human in the whole entire planet. She's so smart and she's so empathetic and she's so funny and she's so like, she's just such a loving little girl. She is just the best. It definitely, definitely prepared me um, a lot, but it's just funny. That's so full circle. I know everything happens for a reason, man. Like I said, I'm not a religious person, but I've definitely become more, I don't know if you want to call it spiritual or whatever, yeah. since I had my, my kids, especially Mackenzie, like just everything happens for a reason. You really do come full circle sometimes. I'm starting to see that like, cause uh, obviously I don't have any kids, but I remember, I don't know if you listened to Valerie's. Um, I did. And, and she was saying the same thing you're saying, like, you know, you don't, you're not super spiritual and anything. And then you have this kid and you're just, your whole life is just changed. You do. You have this like moment and it's, I don't know. It's just so funny. You yeah. Yeah. Not, not being able to describe it says enough about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So you, did you get to substitute at like any of the schools that you went to? No, no. Uh, um, so, yes, actually, 
I did end up subbing at Everett for a day. Really? Yes. Only, only though, because <laughs> I was supposed to be coming in, I think, to do just like an observation uh-huh. of some sort. But I had my certification, I believe, at that point, And a teacher had called out or something that day and they were like short staffed. Okay. So I did. I did help out at Everett for just one day. Yeah. It was really cool. Mrs. Arnold. Did we? Who did we have for kindergarten? I had Mrs. Arnold. We were in the same kindergarten class, you and I. So kindergarten, wasn't that Miss Boyle? Or was that first grade? That was first. No, first grade was Mrs. Mrs. Kerper. Uh, my, My brother had Kerper. I had Kerper too, I think. Yeah, my brother had I don't Kerper. know. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it was Boyle for kindergarten. I, think I had Boyle, but I thought Mrs. Kerper also did fifth grade science. Is that wrong? Oh, I thought she was first, second, or first and second grade. I thought I she had, was first and then switched to second. Yeah, I had Mrs. Arnold for, she was in the that mod. They had those mods outside. Mm-hmm. I had her for that. And she was, she played the piano. And she taught us, I don't remember, I think it was her, who taught me like the multiplication songs. Oh, that's so funny. Do you, do you, did you have that? No, I don't remember yeah, it. All the multiplications from like uh, two up to nine were in a song format of like Mary Had a Little Lamb or I don't remember what the other nursery oh, that's rhymes so were. funny. So now when I'm doing math at work, I just play You song. sing it? Yeah, it just goes through my head. Especially, I love that. I'm trying to remember, I can't remember which one went with which, but it was so. It helped me out so much. I can't, my other teacher were Mister Mister Crouch, Mister. Yeah, uh, is that how you say his name? I know who you're talking about. I've actually run into him a few times at Acme. Really, he was so nice. Mm-hmm. He was nice. He was very nice. Him, uh, I had Mrs. Bowman. Mrs. Bowman, Mr. Sarge. Yes. Yeah, they were, they, they still, I still talk to Mr. Sarge online. I think I have a few times. He's messaged me a few times. Super political. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I try and stay out of that. Yeah. But he was, he was crazy. So you, so you did, do you remember what you subbed for? Mm, I think it was kindergarten. Okay. So not really, you didn't really have to like. You didn't have like science or something. It was kind of just no, like, no, no, no. But I did, I did go back and help Miss Arnold. I remember I helped her a day so or two during college. I think it was like part of like my practicum. You have to do a practicum and then student teaching practicums. You just like go observe different classrooms and stuff. And I'm pretty sure Mrs. Baker and Mrs. Arnold, I came and observed for. Wow, that's so. Yeah. Cr- Everything's full circle with you. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Was there any um, like topic that you enjoyed teaching or subbing or, you know? Um, I really liked doing reading with the kids, which is funny because now with my own kids, like I read to them. I do, but it, <laughs> I, just, I think because maybe I read so many stories yeah. repeatedly that I just don't enjoy it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to now have to teach you how to read. And yeah. I don't. <laughs> like this um, um no. but no i did i did really enjoy um reading teaching reading and just like reading books to the kids and stuff like that being interactive with them because like i said i was in elementary school level so like yeah the subjects weren't like intense but obviously yeah. they still do math and science and reading but yeah reading was always fun because you can get super interactive yeah. with the kids oh that's so cool 
Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, so the next one says, when did you find yourself? Did you, cause I'm not sure. Did you have any kind of like identity crisis at all throughout like high school or anything? I'm not sure. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily feel like you were. Yeah. I don't, don't we all to some extent have some sort of, I mean, everybody does in high school, but I don't remember anything like super major. I mean, I have my own shit going on. Can I cur? I can cur. Yes, you can. Yep. Yeah. I had my own shit going on at home that, like, people didn't know about, you know, like, just a lot of family shit. Like, I didn't have – and I don't know if you're going to find this surprising or not or if you're going to, like, remember about my parents. I don't – but my dad and I never had, like, the best relationship. Yeah, Um, I don't think I've ever seen him. Yeah, I mean, we have a great relationship now. Don't get me wrong. But things were really, really tough growing up in, like – elementary even in elementary school middle school but high school it got really bad in the really in the very beginning um and things just great at home so i think that that did really affect me like i said it affected me in school and it affected my grades it affected the way i was acting like i just felt like i didn't really know I wanted people to like me and I wanted people to accept me. I never wanted anybody to not like me, right? We don't, none of us do. No. But I feel like I was trying so hard to fit in and like every group of friends that I hung out with, I feel like I almost like kind of adapted to like be part of that group. So I didn't really like know who I was and I still don't fully like I'm still trying (laughs) to find myself in in motherhood. It's been so hard for me. Motherhood is the best thing that's ever happened to me. But it's also you ask any mother, it's the hardest thing. And I feel like I'm still in the trenches of it. My Mackenzie is four and my um, other daughter Penelope is going to be two in April. So they're still little. Like I'm still in the the trenches age right now. Um, And I love them both so much, but it's really hard. And I feel like I'm still on this journey of kind of refinding myself, if you will, because I kind of lost myself again in motherhood, but (laughs) well, now you're, (laughs) now you're being a mother, which is new to everyone. That's never been. Yeah. Yeah. And And like every age brings something different and you you just never know. My kids will test my freaking patience, man. (laughs) No end to no end. And I also have two children who are polar opposites. Polar opposites. Like I said, Mackenzie, don't get me wrong. Her meltdowns are very severe and they're very difficult. But like all around, she's a very well-behaved kid. She's sweet. She has manners. She's loving, empathetic, all the things. And then there's Penelope. <laughs> oh, that's a cute name, Penelope. <laughs> Thank you. Mackenzie Jane and Penelope Joy. And Penelope Joy, my husband and I have joked multiple times that we're thinking about changing her name legally to Penelope Joyless because <laughs> she is just the crabbiest patty on the planet she is such a crank pot like she's always upset (laughs) she's always upset she's always crying she's always upset she is just so she is a whole nother level she's like mischievous and just so bad (laughs) she's so bad but i love her she's her being mischievous is probably my favorite thing about her, but she, yeah. it's also the hardest thing about her. She's I'll such a what. strong-willed kid. Young kids are so smart in their own way, and like 
I so I taught gymnastics for a little bit, and I'd have like you know kids from I can't remember what ages they were small, and like they would either do or say something, and I would just be like laughing, but at the same time I'm like, like where did that even come from? Like it, I mean, it's yeah, so awesome. she is, and she's so smart for her, and like it's she's too smart for her own good. Like she'll she'll watch you do something. And, like, you won't even know that she's watching you, but she'll, like, do it out of the corner of her eye, and she'll watch you do something once, and she just does it on the first try. Like, this child has been, and she's so, like, physical, too. Like, she needs to (laughs) climb and jump and just, and I know all kids do, but, like, I always joke, she's been climbing on this jungle gym set that we have in our backyard that's, like, a big jungle gym set for, like, four years and up. She's been climbing up and down the huge ladder of that thing for since she was a year old. Like since the week that she could walk, she's been running and climbing. She learned to walk, run, and climb on the same span of like three days. Interesting. So let me ask you this. So you were saying you were not super like athletic in like throughout your years. Was your your husband? No. No. Nope. Nope. Both (laughs) my kids are so athletic and like I know they're still super tiny but like they're just so active and like I I don't know where they get it from like I truly believe that Mackenzie could already be like a professional soccer player because she's so good at like running and kicking the ball and throwing and catching it and just doing all the things and my husband and I look at each other we're like neither of us played sports (laughs) my husband doesn't even like sports he's not even a typical dude where he'll like he doesn't really the only sports that him and I watch and we watch together are like the Super Bowl that's the only thing we'll watch is the Super Bowl or like Flyers games we'll watch Flyers games sometimes or like he just went to one last week but hockey's really the only sport that he will watch and yeah like I have no idea where my kids got there a soccer mom I guess I think (laughs) so man she keeps telling me she I don't have her in any sports yet and she's asking to be in soccer and gymnastics and dancing I'm like I need to I need to get on that (laughs) yeah you're gonna do you have a minivan no, I have a Chevy Traverse. You're gonna have a minivan one day, probably. You're gonna be a soccer probably. mom minivan, and you're gonna be like driving around like your mom used to drive around. I'm I'm okay with that. That sounds <laughs> kind of nice. It does sound kind of nice. I I don't know. If I like driving, so I, that'd be like, uh, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So, um, now you're staying. You said you just uh quit your or uh, left your job. I don't. I hate using the word. Mm-hmm. Um, left your job, what, six months ago, you said? Yep. So uh, do you have any, outside of raising your children, do you have any hobbies or interests that you're doing? <sighs> like I said, <laughs> still trying to find myself in my motherhood. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a, it's it's a just, full-time job anyway, you know? It is. I mean, it's silly, but like I do still really enjoy doing flower arrangements from time to time. Like I did my... Um, sister-in-law's wedding flowers. Uh We did silk flowers instead of real flowers. And that was fun. I did one of my best friend's flowers for her wedding. And then just like randomly I'll go and buy flowers and my husband will randomly go and buy me flowers and I'll make an arrangement. And Kenzie will help me, which is really cute. She'll get like a little cup and put water in it and she'll 
all the like longer stems that I pick off for her. She'll like start putting in her cup and arranging them. <laughs> it's really cute. It actually it melts my heart a little. It's sweet. But it's just um, the stems? Like there's nothing on it? No flower? No, there will be flowers on it. I pick oh, them okay. off for her so she can put them in. Let's <laughs> say, all right. So I do enjoy doing that. And then like it sounds silly too, but I, I am very interested in like skincare. So I like to like read about like ingredients and like just like what helps like with you know this issue and I don't know I'm just I find it really interesting so I'm always I actually just um partnered with one of the like MLM companies and I know people feel like some type of way about it but I partnered with a brand selling skincare products that I love so like that keeps me interested and has something people I think have a problem with that not like I think it's because a lot of those people like reach out to you and like really trying yeah. to hack her down sell stuff to you yeah like, yeah time, like, and so- like in all honesty the i don't like being like that the yeah. only reason that i even like post stuff about it is because i truly do love the product yeah. and i wouldn't have partnered with the brand if i didn't yeah yeah so like, you got to lose only, like, and it truly makes me happy to talk about because i'm just interested in it and i love it so that's i really it, so. i think we're kind of at this state like because my wife now has like a really crazy like skincare stuff and she kind of turned me on to some stuff like just mm-hmm. i don't i never really put on like moisturizer or like uh sunscreen like yeah like at, oh like, you gotta wear it every I day know. she says that i'm like i don't even go outside <laughs> you have to She's like, i wear it even when arm. i'm inside i wear it even when i'm inside she says that. oh man yes, they come through the windows the tv the computer the phone it all has uv light sound like my wife for your skin <laughs> oh, she says all that she i put on like so like every i'll put on like this under eye stuff and she's yeah. like, you know, I even reapply my sunscreen throughout the day. Man. I have a spray sunscreen. She's and she's like, uh, cause before, like, uh, before we would ever go on like vacations or stuff, her and I would like go get like tans and she's completely mm-hmm. stopped going. She just does all like rub on tan stuff now. Yeah. I don't. So that's another thing in high school. I probably actually was known for this being orange, but a lot of girls. Were I don't remember orange. any of that. <laughs> Oh my god, it was such a thing to go tanning back then. Really? All the girls. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe maybe not. Maybe it was just me. Uh, <laughs> but I was I look back at pictures now and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, she looked like an oompa loompa. Like what were you doing?" I mean, trying to be tan, you know. Yeah, but no, I stopped. I I will admit I have gone a couple times just to make myself feel better, but I for the most part I've stopped well, going cuz it's so bad for yeah. you. Guilty pleasure though, like in college. No, I know it's. I did it when I was in college every once in a while, um, because like it would be winter, and like I I'm like super Italian, and I for some reason I'm like I don't look I don't look Italian, and so I'm like I better go tan or something. It was so stupid (laughs) to think about, um, but like I got this feeling that like it's winter, I'd go tan, and then I'd come out, I feel like a million bucks because I just got like like my fake sun, you know. Yeah, well, you just, I, I swear, it just makes you feel better. It really does. Now I stop. But yeah, I had to stop too. I also just don't have time to go. Yeah. Well, I have to say, like, my, my wife with skincare is like, she, she's like, you're getting older. You need it. You want it. It's, it's yes. good for you. And then at the same time, yeah. she's like, she does it. She tells me, like, you got to do it in the morning and you got to do it at night. And I'm like, well, I just did yep. it. What do I got to do in the morning? I didn't lose any of it. She's like, no, your skin soaks it up. 
And I'm like, yeah, you got to get re-moisturize. I try to get my husband to do it. And he's like, I'm just going to stick to my like three in one shampoo <laughs> all over my face and body and everything. And oh my, my hand God. soap on my face. And like, can we not? Can you just put on the moisturizer, please? I tell you what, the only thing that I even stick to I- is like a CeraVe skin cleaner in the shower, or like a face wash. Well, that's good. That's There's That's a start. That's a start. Probably the finish too. Like that's... <laughs> Every once in a while, <laughs> like when it gets like that's the whole routine. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. I, like every once in a while, I will admit the like face moisturizer does it does show like you do feel better. Like I'll, I'll admit yeah, it. you feel better, and then it's also sometimes just like relaxing to do. Like I'll do a face mask sometimes just because I'm stressed after the kids go to bed, and I'm like I just need <laughs> well, to like decompress. I don't go that far. Like you'll never catch me two covers on my eyes ever. I'm sure your I'm sure your wife would find it she, distressing. She's, yeah, she's super into all that, and she's and I, I give her credit. Like she she looks out for me more than I do in terms of that. Like she's made me go to like the dermatologist. She look at my back and she'd be like, wow. "I don't know, that doesn't look good. You should get that checked out." And, and I'm like, <laughs> "It's fine." And then I'll get a text the next day. She's like, "I made you an appointment for the dermatologist," and I'm like, "What?" Oh my! See, my husband's the total opposite. He's like, "Do we like?" Literally, I could be complaining that my stomach hurts so bad. And he's like, "Do we really need to go to urgent care? Like, are you good?" Yeah. <laughs> now my my wife will drive to urgent care, and I'm like, "I think you." It was. She's like, "I don't know. I've never felt this before." And I'm like, "I'm like, it's just different. It might not be bad." And yeah. but I mean, yeah, I guess got to be ready for anything. Hmm. Okay. Uh, proudest accomplishment to date. You already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Becoming a mom. Oh, that's it. For sure. I mean, for sure. Like for, for most women that I, I interview that have kids, I feel like that's, I should just write that down on there. I feel like, yeah. but I mean, it really is an accomplishment. Yeah. I, I will say specifically to like, I'm proud of myself the way that I handled everything with Mackenzie's journey. Uh-huh. Um, and getting diagnosed and it was hard. It was really, really hard. Um, so little backstory on that. My husband is, um, in his family, there is a few family members who are autistic. So I was talking about his cousin who is one of the people who runs the Facebook group and the foundation. Um, her two boys are autistic. And then on his mom's side, Um, he also has an aunt who has four boys and two of them are also autistic. Um, yeah. So it's, it, we knew it was, it, when we started trying to have children, we, it was always something that was in the back of our heads. Like we knew it was a possibility. Um, and we knew it was a higher possibility for us. When I found out I was having a girl, I was actually really upset because I really wanted a boy. And I I cried when they told me it was a girl because I really, really wanted a boy. But then there was a part of me that actually almost felt relief because typically more of the population who people who are autistic are males. Okay. It's just a fact. I didn't know that. So when we found out we were having a girl... Um, I was a little relieved because I was like, okay, maybe there's a little bit less of a chance. Um, but when Mackenzie did get diagnosed, I started to kind of know in my heart when she was around 
I would say like between a year and a year and a half. Um, And I just didn't really like voice it. And I don't think my husband did either. Not because we were like ashamed or embarrassed or any of those things. Like just, I don't know if we had like wanted to come to terms with it. Um, And we actually took her on vacation to his um, aunt's beach house, the one that has the four boys and two of them are autistic. Uh-huh. Um, is, and I remember, I will never forget, she called us three days later sobbing. And she was like, I don't even know if this is my place, but like, it just, I feel like I have to say something. It was the first time she ever met Mackenzie. Um and she was like, I really think that you should look into getting her evaluated. And my husband and I both kind of just like broke down in that moment because we had just found out that we were pregnant again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were we had just put our house on the market and committed to living with his parents for the next like four to six months or however long it was going to take us to find a house. So like we had a lot on our plate. And hearing somebody like verbally say it out loud and like confirming what was in our heads was really hard. But I'm so grateful to her for doing that because of when she did it, how she did it. Like we got the process rolling so quickly. And from there on, just like everything worked out in our favor. Like there are people on wait lists for over a year to even get evaluated. And typically when you have a female, they don't even evaluate them until they're four in some places. And she was only a little bit under two. Yeah. Two ish. So I had started calling places that she had recommended for me to call. Um, and ironically, this is what I mean when like, I'm not religious, but like I started believing something a little bit more after this. And it seems so silly. But I'll never forget, I called. It was the first place I called. It was CHOP to get her evaluated. I called expecting them to tell me that there was a wait list. You know, I knew it was going to be bad. And they were like, it's a, it's literally first come, first serve. So if they have somebody on the wait list that cancels and somebody calls to make an appointment and you're the first person that calls, you get that appointment. So what happened was I called and I literally called after the woman had hung up the phone with a cancellation. And she was like, I can see you next week. Wow. And I was like, what? (laughs) So we literally were we got in within a week and she got diagnosed two weeks later. So like it happened so fast, but I'm so glad because she's had services since before she turned two. And if we didn't have the services in place that we had, I don't know where she would be today. I I mean, I credit a lot of where she is and her success for not just on my part, all of her therapists, the daycare that we got her into, like she has literally made leaps and bounds from where she was to where she is now like she was nonverbal at that point she didn't speak she was nonverbal at that point when we were starting early intervention this girl could be a lawyer now already she argues with me like she is a teenager speaking full sentences telling me stories having back and forth conversations and i honestly didn't know if i was gonna see that day yeah so it's incredible yeah but that i that was probably like specifically to parenthood, one of my proudest moments is just how I handled it. And like, just, I don't know, everything with that, like it's a work in progress all the time, but but that's that's a big deal. Like you said, like just the fact that you got in, like you literally were the next person to call after someone hung up. That's just unreal. Even think about. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's crazy. I mean, from that point on is when I really started like, again, not religious, don't like whatever, but I really was like, I just believe in something because (laughs) there's no way. There's just no way. Someone up there has got your back. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. You know, what's weird too. Uh, so I, every, cause me and my wife right now, we're not talking about children or anything. Um, Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, it's like a thought. And then the biggest thing is like, so obviously I'm a twin. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we have a chance of getting a twin. And then her cousin, probably about uh, four years ago, she just had twins. So we know twins are in her family too. Oh my God. And then my, my. So yeah. Then chances are very yeah, high. And then, but my mom's brothers, they, they actually had autism. Um, it it yeah. was something that actually took their life sadly. And that's why me and my brother uh, our middle names are named after them. Um, so mm-hmm. that now that's kind of a chance too that's running in the family. I know some people at our um, family reunion have uh, autism. So it's it's like mm-hmm. we have a high chance of that as well. So it's just something that uh, she's like, could you imagine if we had like twins? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but what if we had twins and God forbid, like twins are, um, or like, you know, autism. I think people, kids that have autism, like they're so incredible. Like just their her, she she is the my daughter is I'm maybe biased, yeah. but well, she is literally just an incredible human. I think being. they all are. They just have like I feel like they're just they just think in a way that you could never and yes. it'll let life And I love that. And it's funny that you say that because, like I said, I was never like when she first got diagnosed. It was never a bad thing, but of course, for any parent, it's hard to hear. Yeah that your kid's going to struggle more than other children. Like there's a a better possibility or a stronger possibility of them struggling because of it. And that's always hard to hear as a parent. And I I still remember when we got the official diagnosis and the doctor said it out loud, I broke down. But uh, I mean, it's been four, you know, however many years now dealing with it. And I I love that about her. Like, I love how she thinks. I love the way her brain works. It's my, one of my favorite things about her, you know, and they really are such special humans. Yeah. And she'll probably just keep surprising you down the road too. Yeah. I know for some reason I have this question. Why did you want a boy to begin with? I've always wanted a boy. I've always wanted a boy and I'm not having any more children. Uh, you know what? That was a question I, I was going to ask too. <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be the next question. No, no, no. We're done. We you are done. Like gambling? I think, um, you don't feel that? like gambling being like, well, the next one could be a boy. No, no. Well, we can't. My husband went and got, uh, okay, got I got you. Yeah. Done. <laughs> um, but no, I listen, I didn't have that. Like that moment that women talk about, when they first hold their baby, I didn't have that, that like overwhelming sense of love. I struggled really, really, really bad with postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. Um, and it was hard with Kenzie. It was hard because she was our first. We didn't know what we were doing. She was a very colicky baby. She cried all the time. We thought it was, she was like the most difficult child when she was little. And then, like I said, we had Penelope. And Penelope was just, it's so funny when I talk about her, like I love, of course I love both my children so Uh much, but Penelope is just the one that like, she really truly tested us when we had her. Like again, God was like, oh, you thought that it was bad or you (laughs) thought it was hard. Let me give you one that's even harder. So 
No, I don't think we could handle a third. My kids are a lot. And like I said, I love them more than anything on this planet, but they're definitely a lot. And I don't think we could handle another one. So no, we will not be gambling for a boy. Well, he's a good number. <laughs> they have, they have, they're friends with each Well, hopefully they're friends with each other. I, I mean. Oh, uh, they're the best oh, of friends. It's, I mean, they fight. Don't get me wrong. And honestly, Penelope can probably kick Mackenzie's butt because <laughs> Penelope is a little brute. She is. I like to say about Penelope, she just, she gives zero fucks at all times. Like, that's just her personality. Like, she literally just does not care. She is the sassiest human. And if someone, like, if a kid takes her toy or something, like, if we have played, we can't have play dates because she literally will punch a kid. Like, she is, she is just wild. (laughs) We tried to go to the playgrounds the other day when it was, like, randomly nice out one Uh day. We took them both to the playground, and Penny, there was another little girl there that was literally the same exact age as Penny, and they're running through this tunnel together, and I just had a feeling. I'm like, I have to watch her. So I look, and I peek my head down the tunnel, and Penny's getting ready to push Uh, her. I'm like, Pen, this is why we can't have friends. Were you worried, like, two will go into the tunnel, and only one would come out of the tunnel? Yes! (laughs) Yes! It's like, of mice and men with her. (laughs) Oh, no. Don't say that. Like, uh, no, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like to joke about her because she is just wild. She's my wild child. N- like there's never any like boring days. No, no, that's, there's no boring days. That's, I I, yeah. I just have that with dogs right now. <laughs> we also have two dogs and a so cat. I remember so your old that. dog. Um, don't tell me it was uh, Augie, right? Yes, yes. I'm shocked that you remember Double that. Double Doodle, I believe, I think, or like some kind of really early um, He was, yeah, he, they're, um, my parents only, they still have two Wheaton Terriers, soft-coated Wheaton Terriers. Ah, yeah. okay. I remember. Augie, Augie Doggy. That's all I remember. He was a good dog. Yeah, he, was, he was a good dog. I remember dog. him being super hyper. Yeah, he was. He was super friendly, He was though. super friendly. I was a small kid, so. Mm-hmm. I, I like any dog at the time that was like because he was just a normal sized dog like a yeah, yeah I don't even know what they call it because like my my Ted is eighty three pounds but like if I was a little kid I'd be like this is a big dog yeah wait what kind of dog do you I have two golden retrievers I love it we have a um gosh what is she we we have a She's technically treeing Walker Coonhound. That's what it's called. But so we just like to say she's part Greyhound oh, or okay. Hound. Yeah. I can um, see that. I can mixed see with that. a Golden Retriever. Oh. So she's pretty hyper. Super yeah. friendly. And then we, yeah, she's super friendly. Super, super friendly, but hyper. And then we have a Boston Terrier who's an asshole. The guests that I have come over, Ted is cool with all of them. And Reese seems to only because there's a boy and a girl. Reese is the the girl. Mm-hmm. Obviously, well, Ted's not the the girl. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, Reese Reese doesn't like the guys that come over. It's so she's so terrified. Really, which is weird for a golden That's... retriever. Yeah, she's yeah. English cream though. So Ted's like copper, and or she, he's mm-hmm. like a light blondish, and then she's like full white. And I don't know if it's that just what that breed does. She just like cowers. She's afraid of everything. Yeah, Lucy's kind of Lucy's kind of like that too. She's afraid of a lot. <laughs> Super friendly, but afraid. My dog, my parents' dog's name is Teddy. Aww. Actually, 
What kind? Of, and you said it. What, what kind of dog was it? It was a wheat, wheat something. Uh, wheat, a wheat and terrier. They're called soft coated wheat and terriers, okay. but wheat and terriers. Are they dead? No. no, no. Man, that's a problem around here. No. Oh, same. I've, since I moved in, I moved into this house. I'm in South Jersey now. I moved mm-hmm. into here probably five, forty years ago, and I've been through the. I've been through a been through a vacuum a year. Yes. My God. It's, it's wild. So we used to live in Langhorn in, um, Territon Estates and those like townhomes by the municipal building. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and we actually, we actually had three dogs Ooh. in that townhome and we had to get rid of one of our dogs, which I was so upset about cause he was my baby. But when we had Kenzie, he didn't like kids. And I knew that going into us having kids, but I was really, really hoping that because he would like grow up with her from the time she was a baby till, you know, when she got older, that he would be okay. But we started to see things that he was doing and he got in a fight with our Boston Terrier and really hurt him. And we ended up having to rehome him, but we gave him to a really, really good home and it was all okay. But being in that townhouse with three dogs, I mean, the vac, I must've vacuumed like three times a day and I was still filling up the vacuum container. Unreal. So bad. And even now, so we moved to Doylestown, got a bigger house. I still, I'm like, we have half hardwood floors, half carpets. And I just feel like it doesn't matter how many times I vacuum. We're on our third vacuum. We've only been in this house for two years. Jeez. It's, it's, it's like they, it just gets into places of the vacuum and it just burns out. And you're like, are you serious? And it like messes with the bristles. It gets stuck. It's just so burning. And I'm like, yeah, we also have a um a Bengal cat. Oh, so pretty. yeah, she's she's very pretty. She's very sweet, but she's so loud. Big, right? She's part Siamese. Um, no, she's actually smaller. She's part um Siamese, yeah. so she's um I, I like to call her Snow Leopard, but that's not what she oh, is. Like I know they're not okay. not that. She looks like a Snow Leopard, though. That's literally what she looks like—a baby Snow Leopard. Um, but she's so loud. She never, never stops meowing ever. (laughs) Like we've had, we've had neighbors come to the house because she's like half outside, half inside. Um, we've had neighbors come to the house and literally knock on the door telling us that she got hurt and she's in pain because of how loud she's being. I'm like, that's, she's yeah. not, that's just how she is. It's like, and I can't, I can't control it and I can't keep her in cause she's part bangle. Like she wants to be outside. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's probably but. better than, cause my neighbor has a parrot and they bring mm-hmm. this parrot outside and it just screams. It just oh literally, I, I, I'm telling you like we, the one time Katie and I had to shut the TV off. Cause we're like, we thought someone was being like, like hurt it was just yeah that's literally dollar cat she literally sounds like she's being hurt all the time almost too much they're so awesome same same so do i but after having kids though it's just hard to juggle them i tell my husband every day i'm like i'm literally trying to keep three animals and two humans alive every day you're doing a good job though thank you um all right let's see here we we have one more question here all right. uh, if you could go back and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? That what is meant to happen will happen and it's going to be fine. Everything is going to turn out 
the way that it's supposed to turn out and you're going to end up right where you're supposed to be. And there's no sense in worrying about it because it's all going to work out. It's a good one. I mean, and you've had that yeah. show up a few times with, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, giving yep. something's testing you, you know? Yeah. It's something that I've had to really like learn to, I, like I said, I, I have terrible anxiety. I always have, but it's something that it's been hard to deal with like through the, all the years, but yeah, it's definitely something I remind myself of a lot now because it really does. It all works out yes. in the end. That's a, that's a very good thing to just say, because I feel like, I know I've said it in other podcasts, it, everything seems like it's the end of the world when you're young. It does. It really just, does. Just the next step to being who you are. Mm-hmm. It's such an important thing. Totally. You, you totally. kind of crushed the podcast. You did a good job. Oh, so you were nervous you. Going in, But fun. I just want to say you did a really good job. Thank you. you. I was super nervous. Do you want to guess how long you were on for? I I don't even know. An yeah, hour? hour 15. Oh, look, look at Look at that. Go. See, I told you. It's fun. It it's is fun. fun. It was good yeah, catching absolutely. up. Absolutely. So uh, I, I think this is a good place to end. I might even just go right to bed. <laughs> yeah, same. My kids, I'm I'm so funny. I'm funny story. I'm sitting in my car. Uh, I didn't mention that. <laughs> good audio. I'm sitting in the driveway of my house in my car because today was my day. Like I said, I went to the fundraiser. I went out and had fun. My husband watched the kids. He just got home from a business trip like yesterday. So I'm sitting in my car hoping that he put them to bed. So when I go inside, I can have a glass of wine and just chill. Nice dry red. Yeah. 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 I don't even know what it is that I have. He got it doesn't even matter. It doesn't well, matter. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you so much for, for sure. having Enjoy me. Enjoy the rest of your night. And this one, this podcast will be out probably in a couple of days. And you'll see, I'll tag you in it. So awesome. Okay. Well, have a good night. And uh, I just want to say thanks to everyone that was listening. And uh, everyone else, have a good night as well. Bye.